Welcome to Project Give Back Connects, an extension of Project Give Back in the classrooms, dedicated to inspiring young students to become empathetic, understanding, and community-minded leaders. Project Give Back Connects offers a dose of inspiration and thoughts for discussion. Each live episode is taped and shared with classroom teachers and their students. Sit back, get cozy, let's get connected. Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to Project Give Back Connects. I'm so excited for tonight. Actually, I get excited about every time we do this. I guess that means that I'm really passionate about what we're doing, and passion is the theme of tonight. You know, when you find that thing, when you find that thing that you're really passionate about, you become happier, you become brighter, your life takes on a whole new meaning. And sometimes people are born with that and they just know what that passion is. And other times it takes time. But once you find it, oh my gosh, life just becomes so different and so much better. Tonight is all about finding your passion. And there are some of our guests tonight who have found that. They are lucky enough to find that and wait to see them shine because they are true shining stars. The first one, our first guest tonight, um, before I introduce her, I'm, I'm going to show you a little video. The gold medal is Neely Ross of Kennard. She opens up with the Mobes. A few more tricks, you'll have it, I'd say. It's good so far. The big front flip, she sort of takes it a bit easy on that landing. She wants to make sure she gets through all these tricks. One or two more. She goes over the line now. I'd say we can just about call it Neely Ross. She's won the gold medal. Oh, she does it again. She keeps winning. Oh, the yeah. fist goes up. <laughs> Sensational tricking from the Canadian. Gold medal in the girls' trick final. I want to introduce you to the one and only Neely Ross. She is a world champion water skier, both in slalom and trick. And she's only 20 years old. She's on the Canadian national water ski team. And she is, she's just dynamic and has found her passion and she's here to share it with us today. Neely, welcome to Project Give Back Connects. Thank you for having me. Uh, Neely, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you found that passion that you have for your sport? Yeah, so I now live in Orlando, Florida. Obviously, you can't do much water skiing in Canada. We are up there for the summers, but I live in Orlando, Florida. Um, and my family and I, we actually run a water ski school down here. And I got into water skiing because my dad, um, his name's Drew Ross, he was also a professional water skier. Um, so my dad was a professional slalomer. And so slaloming is where you're on like a long skinny ski and you go around six buoys. Um, but, and so I slalom a bit, um, but my main event is trick skiing. Um, and so that's where you have two passes of 20 seconds. You can do flips, you can do whatever tricks you want. Um, you just want to see how many you can fit into those 20 seconds. And then at the end, the person that has the most amount of points wins. I can't wait for you guys to check out her Instagram. You got to check it out at Neely Ross and see her do her stuff. But Neely, how did you know 
whether to keep it as a hobby or to go pro? And how old were you when you made that decision? Um, so I always knew that I wanted to be skiing throughout my entire life. I started skiing when I was three years old, um, pretty young. Um, and so all of my best friends and I, we all skied and competed against each other when we were growing up. Um, and so it was when I competed in my first under 70 world championships, I was 11 and it was in, um, Australia and I didn't, and I didn't expect to ski super well or anything at this tournament, but then I ended up placing second and that kind of was like a light bulb moment. Like, oh, maybe I can like make this work. And so that kind of motivated me. And so that's when I decided, okay, like one day. I want to be the best in the world at this. And when you're 11 and when you're saying that to your parents, that's a big undertaking. And that's like a big glass of water to sip. But um, yeah, so I kind of, it was something that I decided that I wanted to do and tried to make the best of it. And so I'm, I'm sure there's so many sacrifices that you had to make. Can you tell us about what some of those sacrifices had been? Of course. So of course, anything in life that you want to pursue is definitely going to take um, sacrifices. But I think at the end of the day, it's worth it if you can find something that you really love and you want to pursue. Um, I would encourage everyone to find something that you really love doing, like whether it's a sport, art, dance, singing, volunteering, it can be anything. Um I think it's important for all people to find something that they really love and see how good they can get at doing it for themselves and for everyone around them. It's an experience. Um, so I always told myself, just keep working at it and see how far you can take it. And then I think now, like looking back, I'm very pr like proud and happy of that I did make the sacrifices that I needed to to get where I am today. Can you tell us some highs that you've been through and of course some lows because uh, it's often the lows where we really learn, isn't it? So yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to hear about that. Well, a lot of the lows for me have just been injuries and I think lots of athletes and kids experience injuries. You're going to experience them at some point in your life, I think, and they're not fun. Um, it's tough also, like it's easily, it's easy to be discouraged when things don't go your way, whether it's a race or a tournament, whatever it is, it is very easy to be discouraged, but um, it is worth it in the end. And some of the highs that I've experienced definitely are traveling. I love traveling. Um, little lifelong friendships that I've been able to make with skiing. Um, and it's cool because some of my very best friends in the world are my biggest competitors. And so it's great to have that dynamic. It pushes you to be a better friend, a better person, a better competitor. Um, I think that's really important. And I'm really lucky because I get to do this with my family. Like I said, my brother, um, he's also a competitive water skier. My dad um, coaches me a lot of the time. Um, and also a high is achieving something that you worked really, really hard for. There's nothing better than that. So what's next? Neely Ross? Um, next, so I just finished up my tournament season. It was a long season. 
Um, you know, in 2020, lots of things were closed. There wasn't much going on. All the tournaments had to be canceled. So this season was a big one. It was very busy, very hectic. Um, so now hopefully going to do some cross training and go snow skiing, but um, I'm going to keep working on some new runs, some new tricks for next season. Neely, one more thing. If you could give some advice to some of our young students who are trying to pursue their unique passions, what, what would you say to them? I would say definitely work at it as hard as you possibly can. Find something that you love and work at it. Um, my biggest thing is at tournaments and stuff, I tend to get extremely nervous. And so something that I always tell myself and I would want someone to tell me if they were, if they work really hard at something and then they get to a competition and they're about to compete, something that I always say is, you know, this isn't going to be my last tournament. It might not be, say you're nervous before a test. This isn't going to be your last test. So go for it, do what you can and let the dice roll where it rolls. And that's all you can do. That's great advice. You are, you are just something else. Thank you for being here. And thank you for letting us watch your journey and sharing such amazing wisdom with all of us. Thank you so much, Neely. It's such a pleasure to have you. And thank I you for having me. We'll be watching you in Australia. Congratulations, honey. Thank you. Yeah. So isn't she great? <laughs> so our next guest is actually going to perform for us. Um, I've known her most of her life. And then she came back into our world when we started our Jake's Jams. She was our neighbor. And I didn't know I, she was a competitive figure skater, but I didn't know that she was a singer. And then all of a sudden, she started showing up every Sunday. And you're in for a treat because also her passion shines through when she sings. So everyone, please welcome Maddie Monson. Hi, Maddie. Hi. Thank you so much, Ellen, for that amazing introduction. Um, I first want to say how incredible and inspiring Neely is. Like, I, I um can't imagine the work and the hours and the years you put into achieving that. Um, so I thought I would sort of sing a song sort of in that vein of following your dreams and persevering and um, learning from your mistakes and accepting that there's going to be challenges sort of on the way. So this is The Climb by Miley Cyrus. can almost see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying, you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaking, but I, I gotta keep trying. Gotta keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there 
It ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb. The struggles I'm facing, the chances I'm taking. Sometimes they might knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking. I may not know it, but these are the moments I'm gonna remember most. Just gotta keep going and I, I gotta be strong. Just keep pushing on cause there's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna wanna make it move. Always gonna be an uphill battle. Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose. It ain't about how fast I get there. It ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's a climb. Yeah. There's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna wanna make it move. Always gonna be an uphill battle. Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose. It ain't about how fast I get there. It ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb. Yeah. Keep on moving, keep climbing, keep the faith, baby. It's all about, it's all about the climb. Keep the faith, keep your faith. Yay. That was beautiful. What a beautiful song. And you, you sang it so nicely. Thank you, Maddie. What a treat. <laughs> so you're ready for another treat, everybody. We met our next speaker when she was in grade four, a few years back. And she has gone on to do some amazing things. She's a young advocate and an ambassador for just a few causes. Um, welcome, Ryan Feinberg. Thank you so much, Ellen, for that amazing introduction. Yes, hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here today with all of you. And I'm so excited to be on this amazing panel um, of panelists with Neely and Maddie. Um, I, wow, first of all, Maddie, that performance was amazing. Um, and Neely, everything you've been able to accomplish as well is just so incredible and so inspiring. And as I was listening to Maddie's um, performance and the words of the song, it's a great song, I really, it, the lyrics 
really allowed me to reflect on what I'm going to be talking about today. So I will just jump right into it. So my journey started around five years ago when I was walking past a department store on a main street here in Toronto. And I, there happened to be an anti-fur protest going on that day. And so my curious little, I think I was eight at the time, my curious little eight-year-old self wanted to know a bit more about why there was this crowd of people outside of my, one of my favorite stores. To be honest, I'm not even sure I knew what a protest was at the time, but nonetheless, I, I wanted to learn. So I approached the protesters and I took one of the flyers that they were offering to the public. And as I started walking away, I began reading it. And I was just shocked. What it detailed was a bit about the fur industry. And I was just really surprised because I wasn't aware of what happened in that industry. And so that day, um, something really just ignited um, in me. I found my passion. I found my purpose. I found what I believe I am meant to do. And I'm really grateful for that day, for providing me with the chance to find my passion. So about uh, one to two years later, so I was actually in grade six. Six, I believe when I did Project Give Back and it was just I'm stuttering to find the words right now because it was such a wonderful experience um, so I chose to present about PETA which stands for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals and it was so amazing because I got to not only educate and inspire so many about a cause that was important to me but I also got to learn more about it myself and learn more about the importance of educating and inspiring those around you about a cause that you're passionate about. So at the end of Project Give Back of my experience, we all wrote letters to our um, nonprofits or what, whoever we presented about. And so I wrote a letter to PETA and in return, they sent me um, a letter of thanks signed by um, a lot of their board and their employees. And they also sent me a book written by Ingrid Newkirk, who's their founder and CEO. And I still have both of those um, items with me. So I think that really goes to show how much this experience of Project Give Back has stuck with me. So fast forward three years to now, um, my Project Give Back experience and my passion um, for animal rights as a whole, and now newly as well, um, climate change and environmental issues, um, it's really opened many doors for me. So to give you some examples of some, some things I've been able to do as of late, um, I have worked with um, the team over at the Body Shop North America through a program run by Plan International called Girls Belong Here. And through that, I was lucky enough to be able to present to the president of the Body Shop North America, where I pitched a youth council. This was fairly recent, so I think that's still in the works, but nonetheless, it was a super rewarding experience. I also, um, when I attended the climate strike on September 24th, so just a couple of months ago, um, I was lucky enough to be featured on the news, on CBC News, and I took advantage of that opportunity to speak about something that um, I'm really passionate about, which is the connection between climate change and animal agriculture. 
So I got to speak on that and it was um, played on CBC News at six. So I was really appreciative of the opportunity to have my message be heard by whoever was watching. And then I was also, um, this was actually just last weekend, I got to speak at the Global Day of Action for Climate Justice, which was in front of Queen's Park. Um, and I there I spoke about the importance of youth activism and the importance of um, the conversations about animal agriculture needing to be held. So Project Give Back and following my passion for animal rights as a whole has inspired me in my life to fulfill my purpose. And I think I just want to say that if you are lucky enough to have a passion, and I'm so lucky to have a passion. So if you are lucky enough to have the same sort of thing, it's so important to follow it. Because when you follow your passion, you can, to leave it simply, you can do amazing things. So thank you. That is exactly what you are doing. Ryan, tell everyone, how old are you? What grade are you in now? Um, I am now in grade nine and I'm 14. I'm very excited to follow you and to see where, where you go and how your passion changes and how it evolves. And um, yeah, we're all be, we'll all be cheering you on too. I mean, thank you so much for being here. So everyone, it would now be time for Kindness Corner with Lindsay and she would have a challenge for us, except I got a email from her saying, I'm so sorry, Ellen, I can't be there tonight for Project Give Back Connects. I have a friend in need and I really have to be with my friend. So way to go, Lindsay, because that's exactly what she's doing. And that's what Kindness Corner is all about. So in honor of Lindsay, let's all reach out to someone, reach out to someone in need, check in on a friend that you haven't checked in on in a while, just to see how they're doing. Um, and thank you, even though you're not here, you're inspiring us once again, to just be kinder. And with that, I would love to thank all of our guests tonight. Neely, you just rock. Maddie, thank you so, so much. Keep singing, keep singing. Ryan, Thank you for being here and inspiring all of us. And all of you, thank you so much for coming out. As always, let's be kind to one another. Let's learn from one another. Let's embrace one another. And we'll see you soon. Mm -hmm. Open your heart today.